Welcome to the Super Mario Brothers Minute. I'm Andrew Andrew. I'm Emily Emily. This is the show where we watch the Super Mario Brothers movie minute by minute, and we watch each minute the number of minutes that it is. Yeah. That's, uh, that's been set in stone now. Yes, officially. We watched minute 15 today. Um, this is also, we're recording three episodes today. This is our third episode. Mm. Normally only You're getting real behind the curtain scenes. Yeah, well, because I want to explain why we might be the way we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to wonder, there are... Some some of these minute podcasts record in large batches. Yeah. Like five. I call that large. Yeah. That's, some people wouldn't call that large. Yeah. I call five large. Well, if you're doing five a week, that makes sense. I guess. Uh, but, you know, even if you're running only a 20 to 30 minute episode, mm-hmm. and even if you're not doing uh, the very good system of watching the minute the number of times the minute is, yeah. you're still watching the minute at least three or four times, yeah. compiling your notes, and then doing, you know, 30 minutes. That's like a good five hour day. Yeah. Uh, apologies, the gardening is going to be on this recording as well, I believe. Um, so yeah, this is this is a it's a hot one, as they said in in smooth S- smooth the, by Santana featuring yeah, Rob, Rob Thomas, Thomas. of Matchbox Twenty. Um, and we're we're recording three today. This is our third app uh, mm-hmm. because I will be well. I won't be in Canada when this one drops, but I will have been yeah, in Canada back. when the last two dropped. Yes, um, which is why we're recording three. Uh, and maybe who knows? Maybe our 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 cast juices will be tapped. And what? this won't be a good episode. <laughs> that's how tapped it was. I didn't even know what you were talking about. Yeah. Or maybe that's how untapped it was. I don't even understand how could a cast juice be tapped <laughs> a podcast all day. This Try is, and stop me. This was a good minute. Yeah. Um, this, there was a ju- it was a juicer. Yeah, it was definitely a juicer. Uh, there was a lot of information. Yes. And uh, I would like to right off the bat huh. um I would like to sing some praises for Samantha Mathis. <laughs> sure. Uh, someone who you are not very familiar with we had talked about off air. Yeah, for some reason, I I think the first little bit, I was getting her confused in my mind with Samantha Morton. Sure. Who's an actress that I recall in several films, and I have enjoyed her work. And so when I saw Samantha Mathis here, mm-hmm. I, I went, that's not Samantha Morton, but why does my brain think she is? So that, that well, was a problem that I had. Samantha M. They are both Samantha M's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they're both uh, kind of unconventional uh, leads, right? How do you I, mean? The, they're not. They're not like the go-to girl in a movie. Is what I'm saying. Uh, I guess. Um, like I think of Samantha Morton as being in a lot of indie films. I fucking hate my keyboard sometimes. I'm <laughs> trying to bring up Samantha Morton and my stupid ass fucking keyboard is just not making it happen. I'm trying to confirm a fact. Yeah, they also their birthdays are one day apart. Oh, uh, which I only know because Samantha her birthday's Morton, your birthday. Her Samantha Morton has the same birthday as me, and Samantha Mathis' uh, birthday is the day before mine. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think of Samantha Morton as, as like a an indie. Like I see her in a lot of like indie films or yeah. or. You I never guess, watched uh, films. Broken Arrow? No. Oh well, Samantha Mathis is the female lead in that movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I I'll, I'll watch it. I'm sure it's it's it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. Um, I really like this. Uh, I really like her in this minute. Um, mm. I think particularly because it seems like uh, it seems like the editor and the the screenwriters the because the dialogue and the edit seem to be working against her. Okay. Like they seem to be set up to make her look bad in this minute mm-hmm. because the dialogue is kind of weirdly stilted and, and doesn't flow like human conversation normally does. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and also that that also could be an editing thing where they just kind of snip together different parts of this conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think Samantha Mathis does a really good job of making it seem natural anyway. Yeah. I definitely had the thought during this minute of how 
Like, how would one even prepare to play this character? Right. And especially in this scene where you're explaining what you know mm-hmm. of your own birth. Yeah. It's, how do you even begin to approach that? And somehow I think she's doing it. Yeah. I think she's done it. It's yeah. it's so weird that that she can manage to pull off I you know I I'm an orphan and uh you know I was I was raised in a nunnery like yeah. it, it's it's crazy yeah. that she's pulling this off mm-hmm. with what little weird information she has <laughs> as a human. Yeah. Um so big big props to to Sam Math. Mhm. Uh, I uh, I want to okay. So this minute starts. Yeah. It, the last minute cut off before we could hear the rest of what Mario was saying. Yes. Mario's responding to Luigi being shocked that there might have been dinosaurs in Brooklyn. Yeah. And he's he, at the end of the last minute. He said, "Relax, Luigi." Yeah. So then this picks right up, and he says, "There used to be Dodgers here too." Yeah. This is uh, I think pertinent for us because we, we don't live near Los Angeles. Yeah, we don't care about sports, but the Dodgers did move to L.A., which is where. We're, we don't live in L.A., but we live very near L.A. Yeah, I would say that's our sports team if we... Well, or the Anaheim, right? Yeah. Them. An- them. Anaheim will be much closer to us. Yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of Dodgers fans oh, around. Yeah. 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 Some people don't like Anaheim. I don't particularly care for Anaheim, so apologies to the city of Anaheim, but I like L.A. This is a very cruel uh, term that people say. Is that a crime? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very bad. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, I've also heard Anna Slime. Oh, I've never heard that one. Yeah. Uh, I think that at this point now, because at that time it might have been, like, very current. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you must like Anaheim, though, because it's the home of Disneyland. It is indeed the home of Disneyland. I do enjoy <laughs> yeah. that place. Sorry. Uh, but it's it at that time it was, like, kind of a new fun fact, and now it's kind of like a, a piece of lore. Mm-hmm. Like, the same as the, the Lakers. Hang on a second. What? What do you mean it was, like, a new fun fact at the time? That the team the team moved like people, people like I have to say I think you're speaking as a non sports fan here I am speaking as a non sports fan I don't think this was a I don't think that was a new fun and it's fact like, oh, them to people in Dodgers, they moved here from New York they moved to New moved here from New York well before 1993 I have no idea what year that happened it was it was very long ago I didn't think it was that long ago it was it was I'm gonna look it up what about when the Lakers came here. Because uh, that, uh, that's the other one that people are like, oh, why are they called the Lakers? And so, oh, because they're from Michigan or something. That feels like a, uh, uh, let me see, 58. Oh, okay. 1958 is so what it was. So 40, almost 40 years they yeah, were here. Yeah, a new fun fact <laughs> to you. I want to say, again, I'm also not a sports fan. I want to say the Lakers moved here well, in the 70s. Well, how'd you know the Dodgers time? I just knew that it was a long time ago. I don't know. They're moving teams like crazy all the time. Well, I, I want to say the Lakers was like the seventies when they moved here. I could and that be sounds right to me. Oh uh, uh, yeah, sixty right there. Where did it say? Uh, Nineteen sixty. So not correct. I was at least ten years off. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, we don't know sports. No, but apparently I know more than you, which is surprising to me. <laughs> the, would you consider what Mario was doing there a style of dad joke? Mm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he was also correctly assessing because I think he knew, like we knew, that Luigi was picturing <laughs> uh, Velociraptors hailing cabs and stuff. Yeah. And he was saying, he was saying, yeah, Luigi, this is his way of sort of humorously saying, as in the past, Luigi, it's not something, it's not like the New York we know. Um, but it's a, it's a very good little dad Mario moment. Yeah. And then I think immediately going against our hopes and dreams, mm-hmm. Mario's date falls into a, a quite a strong stereotype yeah uh she immediately suggests just for fun it's yeah. like a weird it, it's a complete 
I would call this a complete non sequitur. Like, they were talking about dinosaurs, and then she's like, hey, for fun, why don't you come down to the tanning, tanning salon, salon, and I'll give you a free tan and wear a strapless bikini. Uh, well, let me... I, I actually can defend this moment. Oh, okay. I'm going to swerve on you. I'm going to zag on you and That's, defend this yeah. moment. Um, I think it is weird. I mean, like, the like kind of dumb New Jersey girl owns a tanning salon is, is maybe a little bit of a stereotype. I think it's played off sort of well here um, in that... Yeah, I could see if I, if someone was talking about a subject that I absolutely know nothing about and have no interest, I might, you know, look for something else to talk about, mm. like she does. Um, I think she was just kind of looking for something to say in the moment, and I mm. think it's not, like, it's not played for last. It's not like it's not at her expense. It's just it's just a way to get to the rock on her around her. Neck. I guess. Well, okay. And one last one more thing before we get to the rock. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I thought was a little weird is that. If Daisy is doing, you know, archaeological work, yeah, she would be getting a, a at least a little bit of a tan. True, sure, she's outside. All she day. would be outside. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a little weird. Yeah. It's just it's it's all a little strange. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I perhaps I it's think, a gloomy time in, in Brooklyn. Well, sure. Know. I I also think it is very strange that this strange woman calls that a rock and not a crystal. Uh. All right. If you see something like that hanging from someone's neck, yeah, I think I'd call it a crystal. I might call it a rock. Are you not familiar with people who believe in the energy of crystals? I'm familiar with people who believe in the energy of crystals, okay. but I still might call it a rock. Um, That's a little disrespectful of the crystal's energy. <laughs> and certainly the one she has has as, as energy. That's true. Uh, I, we talked a little bit about it in the last episode, but I would like to talk about the clothes in this scene. Oh, sure. So, as you noticed uh, last time, Daisy is seems to be wearing the same uh, shirt from the dig, mm-hmm. but she's put on maybe a little bit of a nicer jacket. Yeah. Uh, Mario is wearing, like, a blazer. Uh, Mario's date is wearing, like, a nice dress. Yeah. Um, Luigi is just wearing, like, a hoodie and a t-shirt. Yeah, he looks like maybe he changed hoodies. Yeah. Like, he was wearing a hoodie earlier, and maybe this is a nice hoodie. Also a different red hoodie, so Luigi's still sticking with the, with the uncharacteristic red thing. <laughs> Um, but I did notice in general, Luigi and Daisy seem to be more casual than Mario and his date. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like. It, it Again, it shows they're sort of on the same page, mm-hmm. um, which was, I, I think, a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. I also noticed that all four of them um, have some kind of uh, jewelry around their neck. Indeed they do. Luigi's got some kind of, it's like a gold chain with a little, like, weird squiggly thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario's date has a heart. Uh, Daisy has the rock, as we all know. And uh, Mario has two. He's the most. Uh, is it like a coin? I was trying to. It's... One looks like kind of like a coin, and yeah. then he also has a cross. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. The implication that Mario is religious. <laughs> you ever think of you ever think of Mario's religious convictions? Uh, I mean. You when when you're playing Mario and you're not in the game and you're fighting Bowser, are you ever thinking this is what Jesus? Does wants? he think he's sending Bowser to hell? Yeah. <laughs> Does he think? I mean, that... he is sending Bowser down to a fiery area. That's where Bowser comes from. It's. Is it? Doesn't Bowser, like, live in the fire? No. He likes the fire. No, you kill him. He doesn't like lava. He likes... But he likes having a fire around him. Sure. But that's very different from being inside of it. That's true. He also is shown mostly living in a castle. Yeah. Hmm. Bowser's a king of something. Sure. No, the the video game that I think about with religion is Zelda, Legend of Zelda. Sure. Because they have, like, strong like weird religious things all throughout because of the whole belief system of the Triforce yeah that's like a whole other mm. that's a whole other thing alright so let's go back to this date The Rock uh, yeah they wanted to bring it up uh, it, it was... so she says you probably want to take off this rock mm-hmm. and she grabs it and it sort of lights up a little bit when she grabs it I think the light catches it that was not my interpretation the light catches it I disagree okay 
Answers on a postcard if you have a, if you have different feelings. The magic them. just suddenly lights it up. Yeah. Okay. As if that's fucking unheard of in this movie. <sighs> no, I just think. It, well, it's true. A lot of people don't react the way that I think they should in this scene. Yeah. Especially once information starts being revealed and nobody asks more questions, everyone just goes, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Like that's this is reasonable. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because Daisy. So Daisy reveals that she's an orphan. Uh-huh. Uh Mario and his date's reaction to her saying "abandoned" is the best thing. Yeah. Well, it's the, the reaction to them saying she was found is the best thing because they're they just oh, have she a says, sort of, yeah that's right she says found and then abandoned when yeah. she says abandoned they just have a kind of general sympathetic reaction. Yeah. Um, but there, which is definitely going to be the screenshot. You can check that out on bevynetwork.com slash smbm. Um, but the, yeah, their reaction to her saying she was found is very good. Uh, and then she says that the rock is the only thing that she has. From when she was found. Now, what do you think the nuns did with the egg holder? I mean, you can't wear an egg holder around your neck. But do you think they just tossed it? Who knows? Or it got lost in the shuffle? Well, what do you do with an egg holder like that? I think I'd set it aside, put a tag on it. This is Daisy. Put a tag on it? Yeah. All right. If they, I mean, if they held onto this rock. Yeah. I mean, the rock is, like, pretty, sure, but, like, the egg holder is still, like, another clue. Yeah. I don't know. That's just weird. And also, I mean, she came out of an egg. That's, like, there's yeah. there's a hundred things there. Well, maybe they ditched the egg holder because they didn't want her to know she came out of an egg. Why didn't they think she's a demon? Like, this is, like... Well, I think we're going to learn more about I that. I know. I think we're going to learn more about that. But she said... She was found, uh, uh, she was at, uh, raised, found and raised at St. Teresa's on Fulton Street. Yes. Uh, which I think is interesting. She named both the name of the order and the street. Yeah. So perhaps there's a St. Teresa's on like 103rd or something. It could be. I don't know how Catholics work. I thought, I thought mostly it's like one, one per city. But also she's maybe not clarifying. She's like, if they maybe don't, maybe they don't know it as St. Teresa's, maybe they know it as maybe the nun know. house there's on There's a nun house Fulton on the street. street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, I think Luigi's way of explaining himself mm-hmm. is very strange as well. Yeah. Because he says, oh, you don't know your parents either. Yeah. Or you don't... You, you don't know don't your mother know... or father neither. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't... The way that Luigi says that makes it sound like he was also abandoned. Yeah. Rather than that him and Mario have any familial connection. Yeah. And that Mario was just continuing the raising that the parents could not because they're dead. Yeah. Well, it was. It, I mean, I think he's saying he doesn't know his mother or father. Yeah. Yeah. But you think he's saying it in the same way as Daisy, or in the way that that? I think he's just saying I'm an orphan too. Okay. Because that's. I mean, I think that's clearly what they're trying to mean. Yeah. But I think the words just don't match the way that I interpret what the words mean. Okay. I yeah. I, I don't know. It seemed normal to me. Okay. <laughs> it seemed like he was saying something like the way he was saying it. It should have been completely different. Yeah. Because the way that Daisy means it is that she has no idea who her parents are. Yeah. If if we're taking what you you know what the general interpretation is for Luigi, he should be saying it as I've never seen or met my parents. Not I have no clue who they are. Well, I think it's weird that he didn't follow up, but I think he was saying he has no clue who they are because Mario. Yeah, I I also I wrote down I'd have so many questions for either one of them. If I was but, either I mean, Daisy he, or Luigi, he I would must have because questions. If, for Mario, we saw that picture in brothers. the house. Yeah. 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 I mean, and also... It seems like that's what he was saying, but it also doesn't seem true. Yeah, the way that he could have been saying it also could have been, like, you know, Mario adopted me, or Mario, or, like, we were raised on the street together or something. Given how many years are between them. Yeah. That even, you know, if there was still an older brother vibe, but but there, he raised him. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I will say this, and this is, this minute, it really broke my heart knowing how much 
Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo hated their time on this movie, hmm. and that there is there is such a warmth between them in this scene that really makes me smile, and, mm-hmm. and it really seems nice to me, and it just, I don't know, it, it kind of bothers me that they were miserable in real life during mm-hmm. this. But Bob Hoskins' smile in this scene, it'll 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 light your world up. Yeah. It's just I'll, so good. I also wrote down orphan connection. <laughs> yeah. It's really they're really laying it on thick of this Daisy and Luigi are 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 good for each other. Yeah. Um do you want to talk about the, the line that Mario seems to take offense at? Yeah, we'll talk we can talk about that. Uh, uh, so Luigi explains that Mario raised him, he and he says specifically, He's been my mother my whole life. Yeah. Which Mario kind of he I would say half takes offense to. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be like angry about it. Yeah. He's just like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. And then Luigi says, "Oh, I mean, father, my mm-hmm. father, my uncle, my brother, everything." Yeah. Um, I, you know, it is. It's a little weird in that it's a moment of like, you know, calling someone a woman as an insult. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's not too bad here. I think a because Luigi didn't mean it as an insult. Yeah. And B, because Mario, I think Mario kind of likes it. Um, I think he didn't, yeah, he didn't take it as an insult. Yeah, I, I think he was he was saying, hey, kind of as a joke, which is like, mm. I don't know, it's weird, it's whatever. Um, but it's, I, I don't know, it's, it, to me it just felt like a nice moment of closeness between yeah, them, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it's also weirdly, I think, um, something, there's a history of that in the in the non-video game Mario pieces, in that um, if you follow the Super Mario show bot, like of I course. know both of us do, yeah. there's a lot of talk of Mama Luigi, which is um, <laughs> yes, Luigi's persona when he um, raises a, a creature. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've never been clear. He raises Goombas. I think he raises Goombas, and he's Mama Luigi. So um, <laughs> I think the, the Mario brothers have a rich history of seeing themselves as mothers that I actually really like, and mm. I, I, I think it's kind of cool that that comes out here. Yeah. Uh, does any of these words say? Oh, so there's uh right right at the close of this minute, um, it, there's kind of like a I don't think I'd call it an awkward silence. Mm-hmm. It's where where Daisy and Luigi both are confronted with the information that either that both of them are orphans. Yeah. Essentially. Well, there's a moment of connection, I would say. Yeah. It. it I mean, it turns into a. a I, I see. I don't want to call it awkward, but it just. I think it does. Well, if there's a moment. There's a moment of connection where it's like. You get the feeling where if they were alone in that moment, they might have kissed. Yeah. Um, but then Samario so notices and kind of elbows his date a little so that yes. she'll ask them. Yes. And then she says, "Hey, what are you two kids gonna do tonight?" Mm-hmm. And then there, I would I would call it an awkward moment. Yeah. Daisy takes a big mouthful of spaghetti when that question gets yeah, asked. Yeah, it's just a big scoop full of spaghetti. Um, Did, dry spaghetti. No, no sauce on her. Yeah. Plate, I noticed. So she doesn't want to answer that. I'm, yeah. t- I'm trying to read. That. I think she's just a little nervous to be vulnerable in front of um, Mario and his date. Mm. That I mean, was my interpretation. I, I kind of also read it as like she wants Luigi to answer first and then she'll either yeah, say yes that, or no. That too. Yeah, Because yeah. um, maybe she's not sure yeah. how he feels. And then we have the last line which is Mario's date saying we could take the van. Yeah, we could yeah. take the van. Yeah. And, and that's it. right off. So we'll see where that goes in the next minute. Yes. That's really something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big big info drop minute. Yes. One of the, one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still have so many questions. <laughs> I still because I you know even though I I I've, I've watched the film you know a couple of years ago I don't rem- you know it wasn't I was watching it you know for fun not for not for uh, minute by minute analysis analysis yeah so you know we'll see as we go where this is going yeah. Uh, even though we know the film pretty well, yeah, we don't know it as well as the minute, the minutia, yeah, yeah, that yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plugs. Benviewnetwork.com. You said it earlier. I'll say it again here. Yeah. That's where you can go to find all the Benview podcasts, including this one. Uh, 
this the you know I also do nothing new. It's a remake podcast where myself and Justin Kizan talk about uh, movies that are remakes. We we look at a recent remake and we look at a, a the original and we 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 kind of compare them, we contrast them, we see what's up with them. Uh, comes out mostly monthly. Second episode's coming soon. We're going to talk about The Beguiled. It's a mm-hmm. Sofia Coppola film mm-hmm. and also a film from 1971 with Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash SMBM. If you want to support us, we'd really appreciate that. And you'll get access to a bonus feed of uh, podcast episodes, uh, which are uh, our, our pre-roll, some, you know, our, our little, little off-the-cuff minutes before we start the actual show. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point in the very near future, uh, we'll be discussing episodes of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yes. Very, very, Which we also very interesting. In this episode. Yeah. And uh, we're on Twitter at Mario Bros Minute, mm-hmm. and my personal Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew, and I'm also on Instagram. Go to Facebook.com/slash. <laughs> nope. There's nothing there. <laughs> There's nothing there. I gave up on Facebook. I'm not even going to make a Facebook page for this show. Maybe I will. You can go to BenViewNetwork.com slash Spielberg and check out my other show, which is called BenView on Spielberg. I do it with Justin Kiesel, you remember him from the remake podcast Andrew was talking about. We talk about Steven Spielberg movies. Uh, the last episode was about Tin Tin, or as they say in Belgium, Tonton. Very good. <laughs> um... I'm very hot right now. You have a Twitter? You can just call it Ben you, Nope. <laughs> go to, so go to Twitter, Twitter.com slash very cool. <laughs> Twitter.com slash very cool Emily is where you can find my Twitter page, or you can just search for very cool Emily. You know how Twitter works. That's my at. Um, and hey, remember trust the fungus. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.